Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio, shop, and warehouse at the world headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner, located in the heart of Prospect Park. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Natalie, Stephanie, and a huge thanks to our listeners joining us from their corner of the world. Today, we'll be talking about top 10 reasons to knit for charity. So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. Hi, everyone. Hello. (laughs) We can start it off by talking about what's on our needles, as we always do, starting with you, Bina. Of course. Okay. I actually finished the dish towel. Yay. (laughs) Um, Finally. I have no idea where it is. It's been a rough week, but um, it's done. I have been knitting a little bit. I I have a couple of like, um, actually, it's pretty good timing. I have like some charity projects that I'm I have just like around. Um, so and they're like super simple. So I've been picking those up at night just as a mindless thing to do. Um, but I. I think I even made a decision on my next project and the yarn and the colors I want. So we're going to have to talk about that on Saturday. You are so on a roll there, Brianna. Good job. Brianna, can you tell us what the category will be of your project? Oh yeah. I, so I'm totally going to shout it out. I'm doing the summer soundtrack. I loved, we did the, the original soundtrack in a class and it is so cute. I didn't get to knit it because I've been on the struggle bus, but um, the designer, Elizabeth Smith, came out with a lighter weight version of the soundtrack, and I feel like I would wear that one more, and I think I want to use the Feliz because Kathy just put that into my head a couple weeks ago, um, so I, I was looking at some of the colors that we have in stock, and if they're still there, I'm going for it. Oh, I'm so excited. Be so good. I literally was looking at that sweater again today. Oh my golly, I can't get past it. Yeah. Uh, so I have on my knitting needles, I have been working again. It, I sound a little bit repetitive, but they're sweater, so they take a while. The Azalea, which is in the Feliz, and I'm loving it, and I'm making progress on it. I've separated the front and back, and I think I'm going to finish the front within a day or two, do the back. My goal is to have the sweater done by. Uh, the next time that classes, which is the week after next. So that's moving along. And then my memories, the cardigan, I did pick that up and I'm working on a sleeve on that. So projects are moving along. Those are my two big things for knitting this week. Awesome. That's awesome. That's really good. Um, So I started my Christmas stocking Palooza because it's July and that's when I start every year. So I'm on my first one out of five. Um, but I have the name band done, so I'm ready to start my motifs. Nice. Perfect. You're right on schedule there, Natalie. Yeah. I know. Perfect. Very nice. Well, for me, I am still working on the bolster pillow. And I actually made a comment to my husband this week that before Henry was born, I did a bolster pillow in two weeks. And now that Henry is born, I don't know. What am I on, like a month of doing this pillow? <laughs> That's not bad, though. That no. So, um, well, if you saw the little bit of progress I've made, you would probably restate that. Um, but that's okay. That's where I am. I'm working on it, and I'm getting it, and I am loving it on the times that I can, can you know, think. Um, but I'm getting there. That's awesome. 
So exciting. So many good projects going and moving and new things about to get started. That's great. All right. Well, we can jump into our topic, our top 10 reasons for charity knitting. <laughs> um, Kathy, do you want to explain our topic? Sure, I will. Yeah, I was, so I was talking with a friend today and she had been at her knitting guild recently and the knitting guild had a guest speaker. And that was what the guest speaker talked about was reasons for knitting for charity. And we were sharing a few ideas and I thought that is something we have we haven't talked about too much lately. And it's, 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 I just thought that would be fun chat. Also, David Letterman. So David Letterman, if you can stay up that late, I can't anymore. But when I used to stay up that late, he would periodically do the top 10 of so many different things and they would always get funny and silly. So we can make this a funny and silly top 10 and do it as a round robin. Yeah. So, and you can't repeat. So better keep notes here, ladies. I'll, uh, <laughs> We got to keep track. Got to keep Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. All right. We all know who starts. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to say number one, the first thing that popped up to my head was for the most part, it's portable. A, a lot of like charity knitting projects or at charity projects, um, there are smaller scale things like hats, gloves, um, scarves, dishcloths, things like that. Um, so very small and portable, number one. Okay, number one. All right, so number two, I'm going to go with, uh, it makes you feel good when you're doing something for somebody else. So I, you know, I like to knit a lot for myself and I do a lot of knitting for myself, but I will say to you that I do enjoy the feel good of community service. So it's, you know, and knitting is a great way to do it. So that's my number two. That's a good one. All right. So number three, I think my, my top reason is it brings people together. So when I was an RA in college, every year I used to do this um, like workshop where we would knit blankets for Warm Up America. And it was just the squares. And I would teach residents how to knit. And it was so nice because like so many different people would show up. Like it was never the same week to week, but then people would come back with their finished projects. And there were a few people who like would come every week and they became friends through doing it. So I feel like it's just one of those things that brings people together, especially people you might not have ever met before. So I think it's cool. Great. Good. Community. All right. You can use different colors than you would normally knit with because I like to typically knit with navy blue and gray always. <laughs> um, but you can knit with different colors because people like different things. So you can try out a different color you wouldn't normally try. I love that. That's a great yeah. idea. I'm the same way too, Stephanie. Like I tend to go to my comfort because I'm going to wear it, but there's oftentimes I look across the room and I go, it's not a color I would wear, but it's a color I would like to try to knit with. That's so cool. All right. So, um, my number, oh no, I'm not next. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> so bouncing off of color, I'm going to go with, it's a way to try a new fiber or new yarn. Yeah. Also those, those portable one ball projects. Um, it wouldn't be like a huge investment to knit a sweater with new yarn. Um, so buy a ball of yarn that you've never seen before and knit a charity project with it. That's a good I one. love that. The test drive. Mm -hmm. All right. That was number five. Now it's my turn. So I'm number, yep. 
I'm going to jump in there before I forget it. Number six. And I'm going to go with, um, because people need what we make. So the things that we make are very useful. So um, it could be, you know, knitting baby blankets, um, hats for nurseries. It could be um, warm, you know, garments that will give people warmth in the wintertime who perhaps, you know, might live a lot outside. So I think it's um, that we can actually knit something that other people need. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I feel like the things we, we knit are so useful. And I mean, how many hats do we all really need? You know, you might as well do it for charity. Um, mine is, um, this feels your answers are all really selfless. Mine is that it's a good, like in between, like if you're a big sweater knitter, like knit a charity project in between sweaters and like you get that kind of like satisfaction of finishing something, it kind of helps propel you into the next project. So I think they're good items in between some of the larger projects because it keeps you moving. Good. Oh, this is exciting. Uh, I love this. I'm jotting these down. What number was that? Was that it seven? Was seven. So okay. it is something that you could do with your friends. So you and your friends could, like you said, the community, but you could pick like a group of friends, like three of you or something. Um, and you could either knit the project together and give it as one single gift. And then you have each of you touching it. Um, or you can just all kind of knit along and, and contribute to the same charity at the same time. So something yeah. that you can do instead of a wine night, do a knitting night. Good one too. And instead of taking on the whole blanket, let's make it the patchwork blanket that we each knit the squares and bring them together. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, I guess my next one would be, it's a good icebreaker. Um, if you're like out and about knitting, most people are around you are going to ask, what are you knitting? And you can tell them, oh, I'm knitting so-and-so for this charity. And maybe they know about that charity and, you know, you just go from there. That's a good, yeah, that's a, that's a really good one because, you know, we love our knitting. We're interested in what we're knitting, but maybe other people aren't so much interested in our knitting. They're interested in what we're doing, but they don't want to know all about the knitting, but then they become interested in the charity. That's yeah, the why you're doing it. And learn more about that. All right. And after I've got number 10. Am I number, wrap it up. Number 10, I'm going to say it gives you a purpose. And I find one of the things as we, it's an aging thing. I'm just going to go there. It's, you know, I oftentimes encounter this, perhaps even myself a little bit now, but certainly knitters who have been knitting a long time and are maybe aging a little bit um, we're not sure who else, as you mentioned, Natalie, who needs another hat? I don't know who else to knit another hat for in my family, but I know that there's an organization that is collecting these goods, um, these hand knits, and I can donate to them. And it gives me that purpose that every day when I get up, there is something that I would like to do because somebody needs what I'm able to do. So it's putting purpose into your life. Wow. You know, and look at us. I thought it was yeah. so much harder to get 10 reasons to knit for charity, but that was good. They were all very different. They were. Well, you know, don't you find too, like, if I said, I'm right there with you too, Brianna. If I was trying to pick up 10 on my own, I wouldn't have had 10. But this is what I love about how we're able to come together and collaborate. And then we start to talk and go, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Collaboration is. I, I didn't even think about this when we first discussed the topic or even started the podcast. But Natalie, you mentioned that you did it in college. 
I started a club of charity knitting and crochet. I completely forgot. Oh. That's how I met a lot of my friends. Yeah. And too, I mean, kids knit. I mean, look at where me and Brianna met. That was all charity projects. We used to do every Friday at kids knit. And I'm just going to shout out my favorite one ever. One year, there were oil spills in the Arctic Ocean, and we knit penguins sweaters who had hypothermia. And the charity sent us pictures of the penguins in the sweaters. And it arrived like a year later or something crazy because of how long it took to get us to us in the mail. And I think I was there when you got the letter and it was insane. It was so cool. That was the, that, I, you know what, I'm going to go right there with you. That was one of my, that's got to be my favorite too. The whole story of it all. Yeah. That was huge. That was, um, they got lost. But remember, it was a huge box that we sent. And it probably had to go cargo to across the ocean i don't know where exactly we i can't remember exactly where we sent them but um it was not in the united states and they were lost and somebody found the box and opened it up do you remember this part of the story no had a letter in there and whoever that good samaritan was took the initiative took the next step to get that delivered properly Mm -hmm. and took the time to write to us and send the pictures and everything. Yeah. yeah that was That's so cool. So cool. So cool. Love it. We you did a lot else? of fun projects. That was a good one. You know what else was a really fun one? Now it's all coming back to me too. And it's what a day for this to have good memories. Um, the Santa train, we did that for three years. Yeah. And time period where we did the adopt the bear and our knitters would come adopt a teddy bear and knit the sweater. And we took, lots and lots and the one year we had so many that we decided that it was more cost effective to drive there and spend the night than it would have been to ship them there because we had so many and I did that road trip with two other knitters Mary and Linda and Linda's husband was our driver (laughs) and she he made us I don't know I think I think he made it I think Joe made it Joe made us a soundtrack specifically to listen to on the road to deliver these sweaters to the organization in Bristol, Tennessee is where we drove. Wow. So cool. And it was great music. It was so great music. So, all right, that's my story. <laughs> See, there's See? A, Charity Knitting made that trip happen, brought, gave us that experience. Charity Knitting gives us memories. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We could probably yeah. go another round of 10. What do you think? Probably. <laughs> we probably could. Why well, stop at 10? We could outdo David Letterman. We're going to go with 12 of the best. 12, 12, <laughs> top 12 ideas. All right. Love it. All well, right. ladies, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Can we throw some news out there real quick? Sure. So anybody want to do the news or should I just uh, blare that out? Go right ahead. All right. So just a little bit of news to know. News number one is today is July 15th. That's news item number one. It's July 15th. And just so anybody who's listening to us or later listens to us, it is our 18th birthday. And I, you know, I just get very excited for birthdays um, because it gives me a reason to eat cupcakes. I, I crystal celebrate my mother's birthday and she hasn't been with me for how many years, but the knitting shop has a birthday and it is today and we're 18 years old. So we're now, I'm done with 18. We're now 19, really like into that 19th year. So that was the one thing I wanted to be sure that we shared with everybody. And then our loyalty week, because it is coming very quickly. So if anybody is listening um, in a timely fashion, loyalty week is on 
July 24th to the 31st with the yarn market, virtual yarn market uh, on July 24th, our yarn tasting, which is totally sold out now on July, 3rd, uh, July 25th. And then our new schedule of classes to be released on July 31st for the classes that will take us from September to December. Oh my gosh, talking about the summer. So that's our news. <laughs> All right. So exciting. <laughs> so exciting. We have so much going on and it's going to be a ton of fun. Really excited for the yarn tasting. Yeah, everyone who's already gotten in on that. That's going to be a ton of fun. Oh yeah. All right. So I'll wrap it up here. Um, if you like our show and want to find out more about us, check out finallythenittingcorner.com. Follow us on Instagram at finally the knitting corner and leave us a positive review on Apple podcasts. So more people can find us. So hopefully you've finished your drink by now because it's time for us to find off. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.